Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, all of you beautiful people, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. I want to give some special thanks. So, as many of you know, last episode started season four of the podcast, and I didn't say anything last time because I forgot. Yeah. But with the start of season four... We have some very, very cool things to discuss. With that is what I'm sure you've noticed is we overhauled everything. We have a different look. We have different profile pictures on Twitter. We have different um, album art mm-hmm. on Spotify and Apple and whatever website you're listening to us from. Speaking of, if you're listening to us from a site that we don't talk about a lot, like Google Podcasts or Podbean or something like that, let us know because we want to know all the different places that people listen to us. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also have a new intro music, as y'all just heard last episode in the beginning of this one. Exactly. We have an awesome new intro. So, without further ado, a huge, huge huge thank you goes out to the artist that made that art she goes by abyss on pretty much all platforms as far as i can tell yeah twitter etc right um you can find her she's in our discord server as well as on our um she's where she's on twitter we interact on twitter a lot that's actually where we found her um and of course a huge huge thank you to skyhawk for the awesome new intro that he has made for us he put a ton of really great energy into it a lot of effort and 
I really couldn't be more thankful for the love that we've gotten from the community in response to that new intro and the art. Everybody has been so positive and just thank everybody. Thank all of you so much. And thank you to all of our new listeners because holy guacamole, our numbers have gotten insane here lately. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, no. I, I never thought we'd even we'd get anywhere close to this. Yeah, just ever. just full disclosure, because like YouTube, everybody's numbers are like really visible, but on Spotify and iTunes and stuff, our view numbers and listen numbers are not publicly visible at all, and that's not something we can change. That's just how it's set up. Yeah. So I don't mind being like really public with this because everybody else is by default, but these our numbers we're we just crossed the 30,000 total plays mark which is pretty big considering we've been doing this now for nine months give or take almost a year yeah in the last week we've picked up 2,000 plays just in the last week We've also picked up like 50-ish followers on basically every platform, which is like, yes, I get it. It's like not a ton. For us, it is. But for, <laughs> Yeah, but for us, it is. So thank you, everybody, so much for your support, the love, the outreach. Um, I mean, from the little things, like when somebody makes a post asking about podcast recommendations... It's just like I, I get we get tagged on Twitter, which we love, by the way. Don't oh, stop yeah. doing that. We love that. Gives me the butterflies in my tummy. Yeah, yeah. So just thank you all so much for the love. And with that love and with that thanks comes, of course, our patrons. Now, I do a quick little readout at the beginning of every episode, and I thank all of our patrons. But I really cannot express enough how thankful I am to you, the patrons, for all that you do for us. So what a lot of people don't realize is where our patron money goes and what we use it for. So it changes month to month. And as of right now, we don't make a ton off of our patron. I'll be honest. We make around a hundred dollars a month off of our patron, yeah, which is enough to uh, keep, you know, keep us using a cast cause that's not free to use. Yeah. So a uh, cast is the service that allows us to, push out we post our podcast to one place and it allows us to push it out everywhere so that's yep. how we upload to spotify and itunes and google Podcasts and all these other platforms all at the same time all at the same time right so we have to pay monthly for that yep. and we could do it for free through anchor but we felt that Acast had a little bit better integration and a little bit better different features that we felt we were better oh yeah so that's why we used Acast. That's why we moved to Acast, which we couldn't yep. have done without patron support. So we pay monthly for Acast. And like, for example, we put a lot of this money from the Patreon into the new art. Um, some of this patron money will go towards getting the playmats actually made and printed. So this money is going directly into the podcast and it's going directly to stuff for the podcast. For example, 
I know that there's a plan to let it build up for a couple of months and hopefully get some new microphones. Oh, yeah, maybe some nice blue yetis or something. Yeah, so or even so like, like a sure microphone. Oh, oh, my Lord. Something nice. Yeah, yeah. So because the microphones we're using right now are literally twenty five dollars. And that includes the microphone and uh, the stand and the stand and like the and like the, the shock the, mount shock mount, the wiring that came with it. some of the wiring. We had to buy new wires because it was like, no, 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 it didn't come with wires. I thought it did. Uh, but no, it, no, like, it, it, it came with um 3.5 millimeter to xlr yeah they're they're like what two like no, a no, foot long? long no we needed xlr to xlr was yeah, the issue. yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah. oh yeah no then short yeah regardless Wars. it was just we're, we're like 30 dollars in for the microphone with cables stands everything so like to be able to get like high-end microphones would be really great because mm-hmm. i mean hey we don't get this rich, velvety sound on accident. You know, there's a lot of work that goes <laughs> into this. Oh, you know, yeah, a lot of work on the back end. Yeah, so we just think that new microphones would help out with stuff like that. But that that's that's where all of this budget goes into. So honestly, to the patrons, thank you so much. And if you are interested, and I, I know I say this a lot, and I don't want to be pushy. I don't want anybody to ever feel like... This is all we care about because we don't at this point. We have our patron to further the podcast because we don't get like YouTube ad revenue and things like that, really. So this is really like our only form of ad revenue is basically just donations. So a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Master of Isa, Mr. Herbie's, Scuzz Daddy, Witchcraft Remain 2022, A.D., Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Damian Zink, Dank Nugs, Dino DNA, Mountain Man, Myth Oceanus, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rudolph, Sneaky Links, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Sunny Sweet. Seriously, thank you all so much for the continued support. Um, I know we're a long way into this without actually talking about anything, but this is not like our most jam-packed episode ever. And I wanted to take a moment to really thank everybody that's making this happen. And that goes for everybody that has followed us on Twitter. We're over 400 followers on Twitter. Our goal is 1,500 by the end of the year. Thank you for everybody that's listening and recommending to your friends. We're over 30,000 plays. Our goal was 100,000 by the end of the year. These were goals that when we picked them were considered like we thought they were really, really aggressive goals. And we're already like a measurable percentage of the way there on both of them. Oh, yeah. So to be moving and progressing like we are is crazy for us. So thank you for everybody on Twitter. Thank you for everybody that's joined the Discord and contributed to the conversation. Our Discord has almost 200 people in it now. Crazy. In like four months of existing. Yeah. Crazy. So thank you. Thank you to everybody that's rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. Speaking of, we have a new review from Matt E's Epic in from Sweden. Best Yu-Gi-Oh podcast, five stars. Greetings from Sweden. Awesome podcast to listen to. Very informative and enjoyable. Hoping for this podcast to run for many years since Sonny and Caleb are doing a perfect job with it so far. <laughs> Thank you so much. Love to hear it. I... I hearing reviews like that really they really get to me um in a good way the best way um and i i know that i i don't 
I'm not eloquent always in the way that I express things in the way that I say things. So to hear people say that the way that we present things and the way that we say things is good for them is just, uh, it's great. It's great. So oh, thank, yeah. thank you all so much to you, the listeners. We're here in season four and you know, we're just, we're just, we're, we're going on. We're trucking on. So, oh yeah. Thank you. All right. So let's get into the actual episode now. Yes. So we do have a little bit of quick play news. All right. Just real quick. Uh, the next series of lost arts have been officially announced. They are chocolate magician girl, Lumina lights worn summoner, Lumina twilight sworn shaman, Don Zalug, so we'll have his gun finally, uh, and Nurse Dragon Maid. Like, I'm with it. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I, I can barely tell the difference between the two Nurse Dragon Maids. It's um, very slight. Yeah. But with Chocolate, Magician Girl, and the two Luminas, it's it's pretty noticeable as far as the costuming. With Don Zalug, they just finally give him his gun back. Yeah. So, he, so yeah, so, you know, he can, ha- so he can stop having that weird grip on his sword yeah yeah we can tell he's got his trigger finger itching Ooh, so that's cool yeah and we also got some new cards to talk about oh yeah <clears throat> let's see you want me to start or should you or do you want or do you want to start you can start all right cool so to start with we have barontopia a new field spell first line of text this card is always treated as a barians card very important it, sh- it can be searched hmm <clears throat> One, your opponent cannot target Chaos Exceeds uh, Monsters, Number C Monsters, and Number Monsters with a number between 101 and 107 in the names you control with card effects. Also, they cannot be destroyed by your opponent's card effects. Live while we're recording, we got a new archetype. Oh, cool. We'll we'll, we'll do that at the end. Yes. Um. So, cool. One oh, yeah, so it makes all your 101 to 107 nearly indestruct- nearly indestructible nearly uh two once per turn if you special summon an exceeds monster with a rank up magic spells effect target that exceed monster one monster your opponent controls attach that opponent's monster to your exceeds monster as material so you get to yoink something if you uh if you rank up if you use a rank up magic spell that's 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 neat yeah yeah definitely it's, it's neat um it being a field spell card is always interesting oh um, yeah it, it, i mean it means you i mean it just immediately means you can run uh four copies in the deck basically yeah three copies of it and terraforming yeah i don't know it'll it'll be an interesting quirky card next we have the supreme king dragon's soul or the tcg's name will probably be the supreme king's soul it is a normal trap card two effects one pay half your life points Special summon one Supreme King Z Arc from your extra deck, ignoring its summoning conditions, but its effects are negated. Also return it to the extra deck during the end phase of the next turn. Two, when your opponent activates a spell card or effect, you can banish this card from your graveyard and one Supreme King Z Arc you control. Special summon up to four monsters from your hand, deck, extra deck, and or graveyard. One each with Pendulum Dragon, Exige Dragon, Synchro Dragon, and or fusion dragon in the names so keep in mind this would let you summon out like uh, like a like a crystal wing dragon uh starving venomy dragon fusion dragon uh arc rebellion exes dragon <laughs> just, yeah it lets you just pump out four different versions of negates and this is not once per turn at all 
Nope. But you are limited by how many copies... Uh, your, your limiting factor on this is how many copies of the card you have in your graveyard and how many copies of Supreme King Z-Arc you have on the field. Yes. But that's why it special summons one for you. It facilitates its own effect, which is pretty neat. Okay, so, pop quiz. Mm -hmm. Can you name me any one monster of each the pendulum dragon exceeds dragon single dragon and fusion dragon yes do it Go okay mm -hmm. so for pendulum we have the classic odd eyes pendulum dragon yep uh let's see for exceeds dragon you have, you have uh dark rebellion exceeds dragon yep that works for uh let's see next up would be synchro uh crystal wing synchro dragon yep finally for fusion you have starving you have starving venom fusion dragon yep that, that works yep you got them yep. those are the four baseline forms Yep, that was what I would thought of too, actually, for each of those. Yeah, but then you can also pump out their upgraded forms, which some of them have Omni Negates on them. Right, yeah. Which is what you're actually going to be popping out with this. It's 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 kind of silly and ridiculous. It is kind of over the top. Yeah. All right, what do we have next? Uh, next up is a normal spell card called Angel with Blue Tears. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name per turn and only once that turn. One. Target one face-up monster on the field. Its controller's opponent takes 200 damage for each card in their hand. Then negate that monster's effect until the end of this turn. So activate, target one of your opponent's card. You take 200 damage for each card in your hand. And that card's negated. Yes. Cool. Two, if either player takes effect damage, you can banish this card from the graveyard. Set a normal trap card from your hand or deck. And if you set it from the hand, it can be activated this turn. Interesting. This is really interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, particularly in, I forgot the name of the archetype that it's supposed to be used with, but that archetype does a lot of burn damage. So you can activate this, burn yourself a little bit, uh, blanket something. Trickstar? Trickstar, thank you. Okay. Activate a Trickstar effect. Your opponent takes like 200 damage. Activate effect to set a trap from your deck. Uh-huh. Past turn, the trap is live. Just whatever normal trap card you want. Yes. From the terrible, like, Blast with Chains. Well, here, well here's the thing. You can only use one of these effects per yes, turn. Yes, exactly. So you have to wait like a full turn cycle. No, you don't. Because, okay, so not a full cycle anyway. So you yeah. don't have to wait for your opponent's turn to end. So you can activate the effect, target a monster, controller takes 200, yeah. negate that monster's effect. And then if either player takes effect damage. Yeah. It's a trigger effect. Yep. So it would trigger in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. So you can your... activate it and trigger it and resolve it on your opponent's turn. Yeah, to set a trap from your deck or your hand. But if you set it from your hand, you can be activated that turn. Okay, and if you set it from the hand, it's activated that turn. Correct. Okay. It's from okay. the deck, you have to wait a turn. Gotcha. That's if you want to set something from your deck. If you want to set something from your hand to, like, protect it from Lightning Storm and Harpy's Feather Storm, Harpy's Feather Duster, that'd be the way to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, particularly if you have a card, if, particularly if you have a, a card on the field, it's like if your opponent activates spell card, they take this much damage. Yeah. You know, they take the damage to activate Harpy's Feather, Feather Duster after it resolves. Boom. All it right. Next, we have some cards coming out from Valuable Book EX2, which is like, I don't know. I guess it's just a book that they're coming out with in Japan. It's going to have a couple cards in it. It's going to, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so it releases. It's valuable. Book X two releases March eighteenth, twenty twenty two, and it value and it retails for thirteen hundred and twenty yen, so around fifteen bucks, give or take. Um, first card we have is Chronicle Sorceress. She's funny. Yeah, uh, the the soon to be lost art here in America, Dark Spellcaster effect because this is gonna get censored. 
Oh, hard, hard censored. Yeah. Uh, level four, 1250 attack, 1250 defense. Listen, Konami, I thought we agreed not to do 50s on attack and defense. But hold on. Keep reading the effect, then 1250 will make perfect sense. Okay. You can only use the, this card's name, the effect of this card's name once per turn. What a weird way to say that. It's a hard once per turn. One, you can activate one of these effects based on the attributes in your graveyard. One, Light, send one blue eyes white dragon or one card that mentions it from your deck to your graveyard except Chronicle Sorceress. Uh, dark, send one Dark Magician or one card that mentions it from your deck to grave except Chronicle Sorceress. What's 1250 times two? 2500. What's Dark Magician's attack? 2500, that's not funny. What blue, what's blue eyes' defense? I, 2500, I guess. It's a conspiracy! It's a conspiracy! You look like a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the card overall is just kind of meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's cool. It's neat. Uh, next card, which is actually not terrible, is Stardust Worm. Um, Light Dragon, level one, zero attack and defense. The only thing Chronicle Sorceress is missing is a way to special summon it from for from for free from the hand, a la Incredible Ecclesia and Dogmatica Ecclesia. Exactly. If it could do that. It would be the best card for both the Blue Eyes and Dark Magician decks that they've released so far. Uh, so, Stardust Worm. Um, you can only use this card's first and second effects once per turn each. Worm, W-U-R-M, not Y-R-M. So this yes. is a dragon-type monster. Yes, not a worm. It, 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 it's weird, I know. Well, it's um, worm, not worm. Yeah. Uh, one, if this card is in your hand or graveyard and you control a level 8 or higher dragon synchro monster, you can special summon this card but then banish it when it leaves the field. That's, that's actually really good. Two, you can tribute this card, special summon up to two level one light dragon monsters from your hand and or graveyard, except itself, but their effects cannot be activated. Okay. Say it with me. Baby Stardust, do 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 do. Baby Stardust, do 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 It is. It is a. It looks like a baby Stardust dragon. Baby Stardust, do do. But that's what a W R M worm is. Is a baby dragon, or a wormling specifically. Do do do. Anyway. Anyway. So, so what's cool about this? Well, this card though is if you have a like a level like let's say you have Stardust Xiaolong and a Majestic Dragon in your hand, you can special this guy, and you have Stardust on field, special this guy, tribute, boom. Majestic Star Dragon, let's go. Right. They're trying to make Majestic Star Dragon happen. I'm just like, Konami. Quit trying to make Majestic Star Dragon happen. Stop trying to make Majestic Dragons happen. It's just not. It's terrible. Okay, so let's talk about OTS Tournament Pack 18. We have the full spoiler. Yes. And with that, we also know pretty much which ones are going to be the supers and which one's going to be the commons. So we have the full spoiler as far as what is what. But because of the way they always list it on the actual website... We can guess. We pretty much know. Because there's nine supers and the rest are commons. Yeah. And they always list the supers in order. Yeah. Starting with monsters, then extra deck monsters, then spells traps. Yeah. And then same thing with the commons. They'll start with main deck monsters, then extra deck monsters, yeah. then spells traps. And because of the way that this that it's structured... it's got It's got to be the lined we up. We know what it is. Yeah. And because it's always nine and thirteen... Yeah. Plus, we'll get a token, which we don't know what the token is. We won't know until people start opening it. Exactly. I'm thinking it'll probably just be a Swords Hole token. I'm thinking it will also. So, first, the ultis. Yeah. You get the ultis, and I'll get the supers. 
I would almost rather you do the ulties. I want to... Okay, I'll do the ulties. Okay, that's fine. Well, let's just go back and forth. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so first we have Dogmatica Ecclesia the Virtuous in ulti. Oh my goodness, yes! Next up, Divine Arsenal AA Zeus Sky Thunder in ulti. Oh, God, yes. Dude, these are so sick. This is great ulti picks. The only thing that would have made this better is giving me Fractal. Oh. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, then we knew, we knew Fusion Destiny. Yeah. So next you have Destiny Hero Dasher as a super. Much needed super. Oh, dude. This is such just the perfect mid-rarity for this card. Baby Sarasaurus is a super. I think this is... I think. I could be wrong. This might be the first hollow printing of Baby Sarasaurus. It is the first hollow printing if you don't count the colored letter rares from that's fair the, i think there it's from oh gosh well, i don't count i don't count rares as as being foiled yeah yeah it's really not yeah. but that would before that was the highest rarity yeah. so this is um, a great upgrade yeah and because uh because petite pterodon the other one they would run already had an ultra right so next we have kagamucha knight this is kind of like eh because it's got a, it already had a really cheap secret yeah, it's secrets for like three or four bucks. So still, still another copy of it, and it probably is probably gonna look really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then we have Contact C Supers, very nice. Yeah, this is a great upgrade, also because, well, I mean, it only had commons. Yeah, and the commons were like what eight nine bucks. Yep. So this gives us a holographic printing and a reprint yeah. at the same time. So, um, you do the next one. I want the one after. That's fair. Token Collector, very nice super. Before, I think the highest rarity was what, what a rare? No, it had an ultra. An ultra? Okay, never mind. I stand corrected. But the ultras were pretty expensive. Yeah. This gives you a, another option at a holographic printing. Yeah, a good mid-tier rarity. Now, here comes the... Oh, pro oh i so excited the, for this one. Probably the best super. Quagar Hercules. Oh, my goodness. Yes. This uh, was such a great and easy choice that they didn't do last time. <laughs> Because oh. it was like, what, $60? A damaged rare. Yeah, 60 bucks. No, the common was 60 Yeah. Wait, hold on. Something like that. Okay, it was... wait, it came in rare and super. Yeah. A super damaged rare was like 60 or even like 90 Yeah. A full-on near-mint rare was like 150 almost 200 And yeah. the full-on super was like $800. Or yep. more. And I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I don't actually think that that's crazy for a meta-relevant card that's only got one holographic printing from TP1. Yeah, and the then... The same set that introduced Mechanical Chaser. Yeah, and then, like, the next printing of it, the rare printing was... TP3. Yeah. And that was it. That was, yeah, because then because it, it was a terrible card that nobody bothered with. So the comic's like, why bother printing if no one's going to use them? Exactly, which is fine. That's a good justification. Mm -hmm. But then it saw play as a ready fusion target for B-Trooper. It's the only ready fusion target and instant fusion target. It's it, not an instant fusion target because it's level six. I know, that's what I'm saying. It's the only target target right. period for insects right so it's the only decent one anyway yeah it's the only it's the only insect fusion as far as i know no no there's there's like a the bee troopers just recently got one yeah but, but like, it's too high level for ready fusion and instant fusion well and it's got to be a vanilla yeah which is another issue for ready fusion not for instant fusion yeah for instant fusion is just level five or lower 
yeah but th this is really this it cannot be understated how great of a reprint this is oh yeah uh next up the next super the phantom knights of breaksword um didn't really need a reprint but i'm glad they gave it a super uh because it just recently got a rare and i think maximum gold or Eldorado? Yes, I want to say that that's correct. Yes, it recently got a reprint. So, but oh, still. And by the way, Quagars Hercules was actually the only insect fusion monster. Period. Yeah, up before until the B Trooper, the fusion. Ultra B Trooper Absolute Hercules. Yeah. So you you were correct. I, okay. I was wrong on that. One. Yeah. Uh, ne next we have Insector Pico Felena. This one's kind of a garbage one. I'm going to be honest. To be, to be fair, I think it only had a common printing. No, no. It just got a super printing like a couple of weeks ago in Grand Creators. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was in Grand Creators. Okay, there. never mind. Yeah, it was in Grand Creators because of the all the Insector stuff. Okay, yeah, because of the new Insector card. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. Next, you got Monk of the Tenyi. Great super oh, reprint. God, yes, dude. This only came... The highest rarity of this was rare before. This is an amazing reprint. Dude, I'm going to be stacking up on the supers from this set. I'm going to get literally as many copies of Dasher, Baby Sarasaurus, Contact C, Quagar Hercules, and Monk of the Tenny as I can possibly get. Because why not? Oh, because they're all going to hold some value. Oh, yeah, for a long time after this set comes out of print. Okay, so now we're in the commons. Uh, Maju of the 10,000 Hands. This is another, Mo another Manju reprint. It probably for Libromancers. Definitely for Libromancers. Yeah. Do, do you want to try and pronounce that, or do you want me to just try? I'm going to say Tangnoster. Actually, uh, you're uh, from what I can tell, you're pretty close. Tangnoster of the Nordic Beasts. Uh, uh, Diverg of the Nordic Alphar. Yeah. Phantom Knights. Uh, the Phantom Knights of Silent Boots. Cool. Yep. Destiny yes. Hero Celestial. Yep. Vampire Familiar, Vampire Retainer. Uh, Incantation, Talismandra, Incantation, uh, Pinkaplume. Pensaplume. Pensaplume, thank like you. Like a pencil. Oh, no, like a pentacle. So it's Pentacle Plume. But it's it's Pensaplume. Yes. Okay, yeah. Ghost Trick, Angel of Mischief. Golvig of the Nordic Ascendant. Dark Magical Circle. And Ghost Trick Break. The commons are like... All right, they're here. Um, a lot of them, though, are specific reprints targeted toward uh, upcoming support. Upcoming support. The Nordic Beast stuff is for, well, you know, the Nordic Beast support that's coming. Well, Nordic in general. It's not just Nordic Beasts. Yeah. Nordics was one of the, Nordics was a weird archetype where they had the Nordic umbrella, and then there were three sub archetypes to the Nordic archetype of the right. Beast, the Alfar, and the Ascendants. Yeah. Um, Celestial makes sense. I mean, if you're going to reprint the rest of the DPE package, you may as well put Celestial in here. Yeah, like the only part of the DPE package thing, thing, that didn't catch a reprint here was DPE itself. Yeah, and Ver well, Verte. And, well, Verte. But Verte just got a reprint really not too long ago. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. could use another one, though. Oh, absolutely. Um, so Silent Boots also makes sense because of the prevalence of PK in the current format. Yeah. Um, I don't know why in particular with Silent Boots specifically. Because it's like the best one in a three of. I mean, because he only run two and a three of, and they didn't want to reprint a common of Torn Scale. So Boots would be the next best pick. Probably, yeah. yeah or like, Bardiche would have been a good pick. Not for a common, though. Yeah, sure. Why not? It doesn't have a common. Fair. Boots, I think, already has a common. Yeah. All, um, of, them, all of them except exactly Rusty Bardiche and uh, Torn Scales all have commons. Yeah. 
Uh, vampires are again for the the dimension Vamp- of chaos supports. Yeah, vampire something. I forgot what he's called, but like the Milfor dude. Yeah, there's there's a whole vampire, a whole bunch of vampire support in the same set that's getting the Nordic support. Yeah. Um, the incantations are also probably for Libromancers because it's all oh. ritual stuff. Oh, 100%. It's generic ritual stuff. Yeah. And then you have the Ghost Rick cards, which are there for the Ghost Rick support coming. Yeah. It's just Link Monster, but it's all they need. And the trap. And the, tra- the trap's nice. Yeah. Dark Magical Circle. I guess it's because of the Dark Magician support that we just got, and they needed like one more card. Yeah, it's got to be. But this is kind of a trash common. And then another nordic card so yeah i mean the, 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 mad, the but, commons are pretty trash i'm not gonna lie to you but all the but the ultis and the super picks for here were great chef's kiss yeah yeah no the ulti and super picks were spectacular just absolute chef's kiss Ooh, so nice yeah for sure um all right so how about that new archetype well before we get there Let's talk for a moment about our sponsor, ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. So we, of course, want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, ETB Games. They are awesome. Uh, They do a great job running the shop. They do a great job supporting all of their communities. Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Digimon. They really, seriously, they do a great job supporting the communities. They are well represented at lots of all tournaments all over Louisiana, Mississippi, things like that. And they're generally just awesome. Oh, yeah. No matter what your nerdy hobby is, whether it's Digimon trading card game, Dragon Ball Z trading card game, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, tabletop stuff, video game stuff, whatever. You can find a community for it at ETB. I was even able to purchase because I was getting tired of using uh, like coins and other random junk for my summons in my tabletop group back when we were you able know, to do able to groups. able to do tabletop live um, in person. Uh, so I went ahead and bought the uh, summon set from WizKids. It's great. It's going to be great whenever I'm able to start, you know, being able to play yeah. tabletop face to face again. Yeah, so ETB Games is your one-stop shop for all of your nerdy needs. Be sure to check them out. The link is in the description down below. If you want any further information, be sure to hit us up. So, without further ado. So, real quick, first off, I went ahead and looked at the artwork for these cards. Oh, it's ridiculous. It is my it is my archetype. It is, this archetype is my baby. Just yeah, based yeah. off the artwork. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is a... This is weird. I'm just going to say this is weird. It's so the description zero main deck monsters on Yu-Gi-Oh! organization is so you want to play a first person dungeon crawler, first person shooter FPS. This is what this is. So I'll go first. Note for usual sanity sake, we'll use rune bot, but angel statue as a rune and rune eyes pendulum dragon exist. So we need to compromise with the name since the theme is text it can't just be the word rune. For reasons of accessibility, of searching, and ease of understanding, Ruan, the Middle English version in Rune, the Old Norse, was re- were rejected. So, uh, Mr. Rune, since the kanji involved, would normally sound like Shinpi, i.e. mystery. So, Mr. Rune. Yeah, they're calling them Mr. Runes. Like, mystery runes. Okay, Mr. Runes. Yeah. So, first card, um, uh, I will, you want to start with this, or, should, or do you want me to start with this? I'll start with this. This card looks sick. I know, right? Okay, this card is called Spring of the Mysteroon. It is a field spell card. 
I'm just gonna say, okay, so this looks like literally a giant demon statue coming out of a fountain. And then with, with the two water. hands up and yeah. the two hands, the water's flowing out of the two hands. That's so sick. Oh, you absolutely need to check these out if you haven't already. I will put a link to the Yu-Gi-Oh! organization in the uh, webpage for this in the description. It's great. Yeah, so this is Spring of the Mysterune. It's a field spell. One, you can activate Mysterune quick play spell cards from your hand during your opponent's turn. Oh! What? That's so stupid. However, it does limit itself that you can only activate the quick play Mr. Runes. We don't know how much of the other rest of the cards in this archetype are all quick play yet. Oh, there's a bunch. There's uh, a bunch. Two, once per turn, if you activate a Mr. Rune quick play spell card, you can target up to three Mr. Rune quick play spells in your graveyard, place them on the bottom of the deck in any order, then draw that many cards? What? As a field spell? Yo, this field spell is sick. Oh my god. All right, and, let's go to the next one. What do we have going on, right, man? Okay, so we have Deceit of the Mr. Rune. Continuous spell card. You can only control one copy of it. Each time a quick play spell card is activated, period, banish the top card of your opponent's deck. <laughs> Yo, this this archetype's getting so, funny. Not just so not just your Mr. Rune spells, but also Forbidden Chalice, um Cosmic Forbidden Cy- Droplet. Forbidden Droplet, Cosmic Cyclone, uh I almost said Dark of the Remote no more, but no, it's dragged uh uh called by the grave. Oh that by the way, this is not once per turn. No, it is not. It's every single time it happens. Yeah, so if you, if you just are constantly activating quick play spells, and then even your opponent activates one in response. Yeah. They banish top card of the deck. To be fair, it's not banished face down, it's banished face up, which does matter. Yeah. Because then I can pop off uh, banish effects off of stuff like the Thunder Dragons, and I think some of the um, Sword Soul stuff gets effects off if they get banished. Yes. Yeah, so it'd pop their effects off, so you gotta be kind of careful with that. Potentially. Yeah. But... Also, notably, you could tell what your opponent's playing. Yeah, exactly. All right, go, let's go to the next one. Point of the Mister Rune. So the artwork for this card is is like it's like first person in Skyrim with the sword and the spell in your one hand. Literally, yeah. So it's like in his left hand, he's got like he's casting a spell, and in the right hand, it's a sword. But it's literally like you're in the eyes of the wielder. So yeah. like you're, it's like first person. Yeah. So, quick play spell card, point of the mystery. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, activate one of these effects. Skip your next battle phase after this card resolves. Okay. Add one Mysterune card from your deck to your hand, except point of the Mysterune, then banish the top card of your opponent's deck. Special summon one Mysterune monster from your extra deck in the extra monster zone. Yo! Okay, so first off, if you activate that first effect... And you, you have the deceit. That's banished two. Yeah, which is ridiculous. This seems this deck seems like it could legitimately deck out your opponent with also, much effort. It mentions a mis- an extra deck Mr. Rune monster. So we I don't think we have a extra deck monster even. Yeah, we do. Okay, yeah, yeah we, there's we a couple, couple of those couple down there. near the bottom. Just noted, I'm just gonna say this. There's no main deck monsters in this archetype. Nope. Not a single one. Which is the you, first time I've ever seen that. Yeah, I think you're supposed to just cheat them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next one, Mr. Rune of the Brilliant Flame. So it's like so the so the artwork of this is a first person shooter. The guy's got a gun and he's firing at the uh, at this angel looking thing. Yeah, like a boss monster. Yeah. Um quick play. You can only activate one card this card's name per turn. One, activate one of these effects, skip your next battle phase after this card resolves. One, target one opponent, special summon monster, destroy <laughs> it, then banish the top two cards of their deck. So three if you have the if you have the continuous spell. 
Two, special summon a mystery monster from your extra deck to the extra monster zone. Wow. So that's three banishes off of one card, plus the other one. That's another two. That's five. Wow. So it's just banish mill. That's, oh my God. This reminds me so much of Sky Striker. <laughs> oh Next my God. we have Mr. Rune of Destruction. Quick play spell. Who would have thunk? You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, activate one of these effects, skip your next battle phase after this card resolves. Oh my goodness. Target one spell trap your opponent controls, destroy it, then banish the top four cards of their deck? What? To be fair, the or way- Or special summon one mystery monster from your extra deck. To be fair with this, if I think if you activate it and they chain that spell or trap, it doesn't resolve, it doesn't resolve and banish the top four. What are you talking about? Yes, it does. It would still destroy it. That is true. Because those cards don't actually leave the field until the chain is fully That's resolved. Uh, next up, Mr. Rune of Dispel. Quick play. And it's him, and it's like the hand coming out, dis casting Dispel. <laughs> um, you can only activate one card this card's name per turn. Activate one of these effects. Skip your next battle phase. One, if your opponent adds a card from their deck to their hand, except during the draw phase, discard a random card from their hand, and then banish the top two cards of their deck. Jeez. Uh, or special summon a mystery monster to your extra deck zone. Notice, note, the kaiju used here is not the same phrase as the giant monsters, don't be clever. Because it says kaiju no rune as the Japanese name. Yeah. They don't mean giant monster. Um, next up. Next up, we have Mr. Rune of the Freezing Curse. It's got a bow in this one. Yeah. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, activate one of these effects. Skip your next battle phase after this card resolves. Target one effect monster your opponent controls. Negate its effects until the end of this turn, then banish the top three cards of their deck. Or special on one mystery monster from your extra deck in the extra monster zone. That's pretty cool. Uh, next, we have Mr. Rune of Slumber. And it has the guy, and it look it has the guy you're playing as, quote-unquote, with a harp in, his hand, in one hand. He just played it to put this dragon to sleep. And then someone else is, like, pointing at the dragon. Don't know who that is. Um, hmm. Uh, quick play. You can only activate one of these effects. Activate one of these effects. Skip your next battle phase. Target one face monster on the field. Apply this effect to it. Then banish the top three cards of your opponent's deck. Once applied, this turn, that monster cannot attack. Also, the next time it will be destroyed by a battle card effect, it is not. Or special on mystery monster from your extra deck to the extra monster zone. This, 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 this archetype is so insane. Oh, I love it. Okay, next card. Next is Mr. Rune of the Golden Droplets. Quick play spell. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. Activate one of these effects and skip your next battle phase. Or activate one of these effects. Skip your next battle phase after this resolves. Your opponent draws one card. Then you banish the top four cards of their deck. Especially on one Mr. and Monster from your extra deck in the extra monster zone. What the <laughs> world? Hold on. Last spell card. Mr. and the Raging Storm. I love it because it's the guy you're playing as with, with, with like a hammer. And it's causing the storm behind him. This is so crazy. This archetype's insane. Hold on. So same effect. All the same effects. So the two effects you can pick from are banished cards on top of your opponent's deck equal to the number of cards they control. Jeez. And then special one, blah, blah, blah. You can realistically deck out your opponent. Easily. So easy. Okay. Now we're on to the extra deck monsters. Okay. And it's the other... It's the other monsters that were like in the actual. This is the artwork. actual reason that they limited Pot of Desires was to save us from this. Exactly, because if you activate Pot of Desires, pass your opponent can just deck you out instantly. This is crazy. Just pop, 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 pop. We have Mooning Wings of the Mister Rune. 
Level 3 Light Fairy Fusion Effect Monster. Zero attack, 2,000 defense. Materials to Mr. Rune Monsters, which don't I mean, exist at the moment. They might change that later. Yeah. If this card is special summoned from the extra deck, you can discard one card. Add one Mr. Rune Continuous Spell from your deck to your hand. I was about to say that... Wow, there what, it is. I about to say, one issue is that you can't search the Continuous Spell. Good yeah. thing I didn't say that. Two, when your opponent activates a card or effect that targets a Mr. Rune card you control and or a set card you control, quick effect... You can banish this card, negate the activation, and if you do, destroy that card. Once per turn during each end phase, gain 1,000 life points. What is this? <laughs> Note, Moonin, Mind or Memory, is the name of one of Odin's ravens that flies through the nine worlds, learning all, the, all there is so Odin knows all. Next up, Gary, Fangs of the Mistarune, level 4 Dark Beast Fusion. Uh, zero attack on 1,000 defense, materials to Mistarune monsters. One. If this special summon card from the extra deck, if this card is special from the extra deck, target one non-quick play Mr. Rune spell in your graveyard, add it back to your hand. So the field or the continuous spell. Yes. Two, cannot be destroyed by card effects. Three, when this card is destroyed by battle, you can target one card on the field, pop it. Gary, greedy one or ravenous one, is one of the two wolves that accompanies the Norse god Odin. This, I love this archetype. This deck is going to be extremely high rarity and tier one. This plus Eldritch is <laughs> stupid. I know. Just the infinite um, resource, this infinite grind game of Eldritch plus the constant banishing your stuff so you can't even get a chance to recover. This deck is going to be so tier one um it's stupid plus munin can also protect all can all, oh man munin also protects all your back row from yeah you don't even need lord of the heavenly prison anymore well you probably still run lord of the heavenly prison but still and the thing is is like this would theoretically if let's just say for the sake of argument pot agreed was legal and you just want pot agreed pot agreed pot agreed and refilled your hand after setting five um you could set four activate the field spell Activate the continuous trap, and as long as you have continuous the spell. continuous spell, then as long as you have an empty slot, you can just keep activating the quick plays from your hand, plus all the spells and traps you have set to the field already. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can literally activate one of them, summon the Munin, and as soon as you summon Munin, you can like set three or four and pass. Yep. Because as long as you can. Special summon Munin. He protects your back row from Yeah. Most everything. It's stupid. Oh my god, I love it. But yeah, no, like this this archetype's gonna be secrets and ultra like I imagine maybe there's gonna be one super and then everything else is ultra and secret. This this archetype is literally insane. Yeah. <clears throat> now, to be fair, it does mention that there are mon uh Mr. Rune monsters, so we'll where <clears throat> in the fusion in the fusions they specify that they're made up of two mr and monsters yeah but the fusions are mr and monsters that's fair but you can only, we don't have a fusion spell you can and you can only put one on the field at a time right so there's no way to actually make them right outside of special yeah so i'm thinking that they might later add mist like this might be like the first either the first wave of, of support or like the first wave of them revealing it there might reveal later some main deck monsters all i know is this archetype is certifiably without a doubt tier one insane 
There's no oh. way that this deck is not immediately tier one. Keep in mind, Munin does not protect from Harpy's Feather Duster or Lightning Storm. Yeah. It has to target, but it does protect you from Twin Twister, um, Cosmic. Cosmic Cyclone. Uh, Realistically, Conquistador of the Golden Land. Yeah, Con yeah Conk. Uh, trying to think of what else actually targets. Yeah, well... I mean, not much actually targets, but it does protect you from Cosmic Cyclone and Twin Twister, which are going to be your two major... Bad no that you'll right. encounter. So what's really interesting about this is what it's going to do to the meta game first in the OCG and then to here. That's th th this deck is going to make an immediate impact, Sonny. That's the real reason why they banned IO. Honestly, maybe because this deck because our type has no traps and it seems to be entirely reliant on its quick play spells. It is an entirely entire quick play spell archetype kind of like how the forbidden archetype is forbidden chalice forbidden lance all quick plays this is also all quick play yeah no this is th this is the reason really insane this is the real reason why they banned io because io io's very existence invalidates the deck entirely literally yes so and not the deck but the archetype so yeah, now we know why. Now we know the real reason why they banned IO. Not because Konami was being nice. Yeah, because they wanted to push this new archetype. Well, we had another segment planned for today's episode, but we we're had, like almost at time, so we don't have enough time to really give the. We really don't have enough time left this episode to really give the discussion in depth like it deserves. The, yeah. So yeah, we we can't get the depth that it deserves. So we're just going to pass on it. We're going to leave you in suspense. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah. So with that said, let's go ahead and get on into the podcast question of the day. Woo -woo. So our last podcast question of the day was... I'm pulling <clears throat> it up. I had it pulled up, but then I clicked on other stuff. Oh, no. Uh. What cards are you looking to pick up from Battles of Chaos? So we had a lot of different replies to this, as per usual. Uh, we, of course, had so people saying Dinomorphia, for sure. Uh, the Virtual Dogmatica, Ghost Rix support, New Nordic support, some Ice Jade, some Ghost Rix and Vampire stuff, the Blue Eyes Jet Dragon... Illusion of Chaos, the Mutant card, the new Flunder spell, Illusion of Chaos, Master of Chaos, Sales Ban, that's an interesting one, Soul and Luna, Dynamorphia, the new Insector Tuner card, Dragon Bite, that's a good one, uh, the Dynarufias, the Box of Friends support, the new Ghost Rick cards, also a good choice in my opinion. Then in, from the server... We got the new Sword Soul Synchro. We got a list here including some cards that are cool like Guardian Chimera, Dark Dimension Soldier, Ani Bimaru, Soul, Soul Sweeper, uh, the new Dark, the, dark, the dark Charmer Gloomy, uh, the Great Double Casted Caster, some things like that. So a lot of really cool and interesting cards that are really to be picked up out of Battles of Cast. Personally... I'm mostly looking for the Dark the Dark Charmer. 
I think that it's going to have the most impact out of this entire set, to be honest with you. Oh, easily. I mean, just a generic Link 2 that the only requirement needed is that you have to have a dark monster. And then you can steal one of your opponent's dark monsters. Something like, oh, I don't know, BPE? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. And again, the only requirement is that you're able to put out at least one dark monster of your own, plus anything else. How funny would it be to destroy your opponent's Verte and steal and then it, steal it, activate and Verte. activate? Mm-hmm. That would be funny. You can absolutely do that. Um, but I think, but I think you'd be better off just um, if they pop their own DPE to punish them by stealing their DPE. Yes, but if they have the DPE on field, you could do this. Yeah, exactly. You can just steal their Verte, make your own DPE, and pop their DPE. Yeah. And then you just end up in a DPE pop DPE war. Right. So let's go ahead and give you today's podcast question of the day, which is what cards would you like to see get an OTS ulti? Now that we've seen the um, the new OTS 18 set, what cards would you like to see get it? Uh, personally, I think there's some really great picks out there. Like I said earlier, a Tri-Brigade Fractal would be <laughs> nice. But other than Fractal... Obviously, everybody wants to see Ash Blossom. That's a popular pick. Mm-hmm. Um, anything for you in particular, Caleb? Ghost Bell. Oh, yeah. Ghost Bell would be another popular pick for sure. I just really like Ghost Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understandable. Um, but I... but also, uh, oh, I forgot the name of the... I've, I've said this card's name so many times, and now that I'm trying to say it again... Description. Ghost Ogre. I remember he has one. I want another one. Another one. Another OTS ulti print? Another one. Another one. Another one. <laughs> another one. Uh, uh, but like in all seriousness, I would like to see all the ghost girls eventually get their own yeah. OTS ulti. Um, I think that Ultimate Conductor Tyranna would be a good choice. Ooh, it would be beautiful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Ultimate Conductor Tyranna would be nice. Um, I'm trying to think of like decks that have like boss monsters and stuff. I would let you be a really cool one. Golden Lord would be an amazing one. Uh, Rusty or Bardi should be cool, but it's... Oh, Shurag. Yeah, Shurag would be really nice. The only thing I worry about with Shurag is that it's got too many dark tones to it. Yeah, it, it would be washed out completely, I think, as ulti. Which is why I think Fractal or Kit... Fergeet. Fergeet would be much better because it's a lot brighter colors. Yeah, it's really more vibrant colors. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, but like, like, really, want the brighter color cards to become ulties. But like I said, the Ghost Girls all are fairly bright cards. All Ooh, make good ulties. Virtual World Shen Shen. Ooh, yeah. Or um, um, the, Tor- the torrential main- tribute, Daddy. Please, <laughs> please, Daddy Konami, give me an ulti torrential tribute. Um, Virtual World Lulu would also be really. Cool. Lulu would be a very nice one. Yes. Yeah, because those pinks. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, that'll wrap us up for today's episode of the podcast. Like I said, if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. Be sure to like us on whatever platform you're on. If you're on Spotify, give us a follow. I mean, it's free. It's easy. All it does is let you know when we post. And even then, you can follow us and then turn notifications off. Although we would prefer if you left them on because we do post every Tuesday and Friday. Then we've also got... Be sure to join our Discord. Check out our Patreon. If you are shopping on TCG Player, click the affiliate link down below. It costs you nothing extra to support the podcast for the cards you'd already be buying. So 
be sure to check all of that out. And without further ado, thank you all for listening to today's episode of the podcast. Take care, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.